0: We're back. And here we are. I'm documenting the lowest point of my life. I am recording this podcast in the parking lot of a laundromat, which is located next to a 7-Eleven. And I am recording this podcast while I'm doing someone else's laundry. It's a long story, but <laughs> I there I have an, a, an arrangement with someone where I do their laundry and they provide me a service for exchange of my labor but anywho this is it this is the lowest point of my life i am podcasting in the parking lot of a laundromat next to a 7-eleven on the other side is a fish place honestly i might get the eight piece fried shrimp before i leave here tonight who knows where the night will take me um i know it's been a while some people have been asking me i know this is shocking But people have been asking me, Heather, when are you posting a new podcast? (laughs) Well, folks, the wait is over. Here I am. Okay. And why haven't I posted a podcast in, oh my God, like six or seven weeks? (laughs) Because I don't know. I'm like depressed. Uh, (laughs) Obviously. Also, like, I just don't even know what I'm doing with this anymore. I mean... I guess I've been kind of having like a little bit of an existential crisis with regard to comedy in my whole career. Um, And I think I'm done having that. I think it's over. Not my career. My career isn't over. I I literally think I'm just getting started, which might sound a little wild, but it's true. Um, Hmm. Sorry, I'm taking a sip of a sparkling wine. Um, <laughs> that's how crazy my life is. I'm drinking a can of 7-Eleven sparkling wine while I'm waiting for my laundry to be done and recording a podcast. Um, yeah, so I think the result of my crisis is that I will continue doing stand-up comedy and I will continue doing my podcast because that's what you do. You press on, folks. You press on. Um yeah, so the free, the first uh few weeks of 2020 have been uh eventful. I've been quite busy. Uh, my birthday was well, it's the same day every. <laughs> it's January 26th. I am an Aquarius as as you you'll know if you are a fan of mine or you follow me on social media and I'm very vocal about it, obviously. And <laughs> I had a great birthday party. Unfortunately, yes, uh, someone very famous did die on my birthday. And I am, of course, talking about, uh, Curtis, my, uh, former coworker. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, Curtis did die though, but, um, <laughs> wait, am I allowed to say his name? Well, I guess I'm not saying his last name, but yeah. So, so Kobe Bryant did die on my birthday. Um, Yeah, R.E.P. Kobe, whatever. And (laughs) and it's just been crazy. Like, the last, uh, you know, ever since that happened, it's been, like, over three weeks. Like, everything in L.A. has just been Kobe, Kobe, Kobe this. Like, it's on the news all the time. It's crazy. Like, you wouldn't even believe it. I mean, if you're listening to this in another city, like, you would have no clue that, like, the local news here is just all Kobe all the time. I did go to the memorial, okay? It was a historical moment, so I went. Um, and then <laughs> the day after my birthday, Curtis, who was a co-worker I used to have, who wasn't very nice to me, he uh, passed away. And I just want to pay my respects to Curtis. Um, never meant him any harm. It was his fault that he had bad breath on the first day we met, which uh, got us off on the wrong foot. So, um, Curtis, look, uh, rest in uh, paradise. I hope there's lots of cake there. He loved cake. He loved cake, folks. If there was a cake in the office, Curtis was there. Okay. If there were people standing in the way of Curtis trying to get a slice of cake, he would literally push them out of the way to get a piece of cake. He was always the first one there to get a piece of cake. And he hated me so much that he wouldn't even attend my birthday ceremony uh, in the office and he wouldn't partake in my cake. Um, and you know what? I respect that. That's a power move, and I respect it. So, uh, Curtis, wherever you are, we're making amends, okay? Because <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still here. Um, and I'll keep talking about you on stage for years. <laughs> so the gift that keeps on giving is, uh, office feuds. Office feuds. Great material. People love it. Um, yeah, so I had a good birthday party. That was fun. Um, ever since then, I've been just kind of like ugh, working a lot, uh, being social. One of my friends is leaving. <laughs> She's leaving back to Australia. I'm trying to get her on the podcast before she leaves. Um, so I think we're going to record it this Saturday. If it doesn't happen, it's because we got too drunk to record. Um, <laughs> yeah, so shout out to, um, my friend I don't know if I'm allowed to say her name she has like a really important job (sighs) I guess I need to pick a pseudonym for her but anyway I've been uh social and we had a birthday party together she's also an Aquarius uh birthday party was a success I was actually shocked at how many people came to my party like for years I've been kind of like plagued with this insecurity that you know You're not popular in LA comedy unless uh, a ton of people show up to your birthday party, which is kind of true. And this is the first year where I actually felt that like a lot of people showed up to my party. So to me, that means that I am uh, a little more respected than I thought, perhaps. Um, next year I would like more people to come. So I need to get some type of a television credit by the end of the year for people to come to my birthday next year and actually pretend to care. Um, so yes, anybody who is listening to this who has the ability to put me on television or refer me to someone who can put me on television, please help. Um, I will say my age out loud. I'm 33 years old. I don't care. (laughs) I mean, in the, in the grand scheme of things, 33 is still very young and I'm ready to be on TV. I think I'm, I think I'm, uh, ready for it, you know? Maybe I'll see if I can just, uh, do a TV set. I'm just gonna ask. I'm just gonna be like, can I do a set on TV? (laughs) It seems like maybe that's what people are doing. It seems like people are just asking and they get to do it. So why not just ask? You know, I mean, as we all know, I was in a feud with Michael Rappaport last year. Uh, The feud has been squashed. And I'm actually thinking about asking Michael Rappaport if I can open for him. I mean, what's the harm in that, folks? We call that networking. Okay, that's how I turn a Twitter feud around. I turn it around into networking. Okay, some of you, I think, became my fan after uh, I appeared on Charles Disney and uh, Isaac Simpson's podcast. Not a huge fan after the episode with Delicious Tacos, where I was told that, uh, you know, the guy who I have feelings for probably isn't calling me uh, because he found a prettier girl. And I I just want to say that is not true. Um, He did, he has contacted me again. (laughs) Uh, We made love and um, everything's fine. So, I guess what I'm saying is, is I know how to turn a shitty situation into a positive one. Okay. And I'm not sure what this is leading into, but it's going to be something magical tonight. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. What else happened this year? Oh, all of the award shows, the awards happened. I don't even care. Like, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, first of all, who I did meet. Uh, in November. Is it a coincidence that I met Joaquin Phoenix in November and that he swept almost all of the acting awards in every award ceremony this year? Maybe. Or is it me? Like, <laughs> Like, I'm convinced that, like, there is something weird going on with me. That's, I guess, that's just, like, a healthy narcissism where I do think that I matter, okay? And that's great because um years ago, you know, when I was a, a child living in Colorado, I was told by my fifth grade teacher, uh, Mr. Kazan. I'm going to say his name because he's a fucking asshole, uh... He told me that he didn't think I was going to do much in life. And uh, folks, he got fired a few years later for slamming a child into a wall, (laughs) not even making that up. So uh, teachers, what do they know? They know literally uh, very little unless they are a good teacher. Uh, I had a lot of good teachers, but that was a bad one, so... Anywho, I am, I guess I'm doing fine, you know? Um, there was another, te- I forget which teacher it was where I told them years ago that I was going to write a memoir, and they were like, oh, don't you have to do something to write a memoir? And obviously, they're still a teacher, and I am a comedian with uh, fans, real fans who send me fan messages. Okay, shout out to... Um, who is the person who wrote me and asked if I was going to be on Snake Fest this year? Let me just shout them out because um, I believe they were going to write into uh, the Puerto Rican rattlesnake. Oh yeah, so um, he's on Instagram. Uh, his username is Skittles for a PhD. I'm not sure what that means, but uh, is Skittles a pet or does he is he talking about the candy? I don't like Skittles. Uh, <laughs> the candy. I don't like the candy. Um, but anyway, he was asking if I was going to be at Skank Fest. I said, no, you have to write in re- and request me. Okay. So if you want to see me at Skank Fest and what I perform at Skank Fest, despite the controversy of last year where Louis C.K. appeared at Skank Fest. Yeah, I would. Because it feels like everybody has already forgotten about that. <laughs> like everybody like forgets about everything. Like our... Collective, cultural, and societal memory is so fucking short that nobody remembers anything. So anyhow, this teacher told me they were like, "Well, don't you have to do something to write a memoir? And yes, I have. I am a comedian with legitimate fans. I've been fingered at the Eiffel Tower, and I, well, what's the third thing that I've done? Um, I was on Comedy Central, like I in a commercial. I mean, listen, It counts, okay? I was on television. Will I be on television again? Yes, and I'm going to manifest it. Um, We are in the middle of Mercury retrograde. Not in the middle. It just started yesterday. It just, or two days ago, three days ago. What day is it? It's the first day of Pisces season. So Mercury retrograde is happening right now. Um, and I've been seeing a lot of readers on Twitter. I, I'm so into astrology Twitter right now that it's crazy. I'm following all these like great accounts and like a lot of these accounts are like people who are mediums or readers and they're saying that this retrograde people should literally just like stay inside and not talk to anyone. Um. <laughs> Like, there's going to be, like, some rough shit happening. And I also saw after Kobe Bryant died, there were a lot of astrologers forecasting um, a lot of uh, interesting transits this year and a lot of, like, events that are going to shock people. So 2020 might end up, like, being pretty crazy. Um, so let's look forward to that. Uh, I have to take my laundry out of the washer and put it into the dryer and then I'll be back. Okay? Okay. Uh, I'll be right back. And we're back. My clothes, well, the person whose laundry I'm doing, their clothes are in the dryer. Um, yeah, so where was I? Oh, yes, Mercury Retrograde. Blah, blah, blah. Stay inside. Don't get into trouble. Um <laughs> oh i you know what i was thinking about because you know how a lot of people do uh resolutions but it's already more than halfway through february so people have already forgotten about their resolutions um i didn't have a resolution this year other than uh i would like to manifest uh being on television i would also like to manifest um a nice boyfriend um so working on those things, <laughs> just manifesting things. Um, but I think I'm also going to go on a, a drinking break uh, after I get back from Portland. I am doing shows in Portland, uh, February. Let me let me read the dates. It, I guess it's better to do it like in the middle of the podcast as opposed to the very end of it when people have probably turned it off because they can't handle my rambling. Um Okay, so February 27th through March 1st, I will be in Portland, Oregon. Uh, Thursday, February 27th, I will be at Cruise Control Comedy and For the Birds on Friday, the 28th, I'll be at Al's Den. Uh, Friday, uh, Saturday, <laughs> February 29th, how festive, a leap year, I'll be on Becky with the Good Jokes followed by Al's Den and then on... Sunday, March 1st, I'll be on Comedy is Everything at the Alberta Street Pub, uh, the former home of Control Yourself, uh, my good friend Joanne uh former Portland show. Damn, I thought I had two shows on Friday, but I guess I don't. Maybe I should look into that and see if I can add another show. Or if somebody in Portland is listening, please book me. <laughs> I'm not trying to sound desperate, I swear. Um yeah so come see me in portland i i would like to get laid in portland the next time i'm there so hopefully that will happen it seems impossible like a lot of the guys seem well i don't know if they're like depressed or if they're just like really (laughs) really passive um it was easy to hook up in seattle but not in portland so uh, maybe this time will be different um I want to talk about some movies. Uh, So, yes, I did talk. Oh, I touched briefly on Joaquin Phoenix winning uh, all of the awards. You know, he won the Oscar. You know, it seems like as soon as you play (laughs) the Joker, like people just respect you way more. And I think that's fucking crazy. Um, And I also do think that even though Jared Leto runs a a sex cult on a private island, I do think that his version of the Joker was really good. Yeah. And for some reason, I've I've never found Jared Leto attractive in my entire life. Not even as Jordan Catalano, which is the stereotype of what every woman thinks is hot. You know, that like wafy, long haired, kind of like sad boy look, you know, high school student on my so-called life. I did not find that attractive. My sister did. She found that attractive, but I did not. Um, But the only time I ever found Jared Leto attractive was when he played... The Joker and Suicide Squad. Um, Have I been to the movies lately? Yes, I have. I have. Oh, wait. One more thing about Parasite. I think I talked about Parasite on the last (laughs) podcast because I think I said, I don't know. It doesn't matter if I'm saying this again, but you have to see Parasite in the theater more than once to fully understand it. Because there's a few connections that I didn't make until... The second time I saw it and I predicted, I honestly did predict that Parasite was going to win both best foreign film and best picture. Well, no, they they don't call it foreign film anymore. They call it best international film or something like that. Um, but it did win both awards, which is unprecedented. And I predicted it, um, even though I, I'm guessing that 1917 was probably a close second. Um, which was also really good. So go see those. Um, I did see recently. I saw a Portrait of a Lady on Fire. And when I told one of my friends that I saw that, he goes, "Oh, you mean the lesbian movie?" <laughs> and I was like, "Look, yes, it is. Um, about a uh, lesbian-like love affair. Um, I would say it's you know women who you know they're not they're not regularly lesbians, but they." were in, the, in this occasion. Um I thought it was really good. I cried, honestly. And the ending uh so moving. If you've ever been in love, folks, okay, Portrait of a Lady on Fire is something you need to see. Um because I know all about heartbreak. I know all about, you know, that person who you can't have unrequited love. I mean for fuck's sake, like my favorite song to cry to when I'm alone is Unchained Melody, which is so sad. I mean, if if <laughs> if I had to choose a song to describe my romantic life, you know, in its entirety, uh Unchained Melody would be the theme song. You know, I mean, I the part where he goes, uh, you know, I've longed for your your touch for so long are you still mine i mean what the hell is this about me and the love of my life i won't say who i believe the love of my life is but he knows okay uh he knows uh (laughs) and last night i saw the lodge and shout out to my friend steve hernandez uh co-founder and co-producer of chatterbox comedy night he told me that the lodge was extremely disturbing and i only found it slightly disturbing and i don't want to give away like too many spoilers but i i actually thought it was really well done and it was very different from a lot of um different like horror type films that are out there i would put it in the genre of horror and i did see a lot of influences from ari aster um there was like sort of like some some reminiscent things of hereditary which i enjoyed which i thought was actually kind of funny you know i'm i'm i might still be the only person in the world who thinks that hereditary was a funny movie but i think it was um but I would describe the lodge as a two-hour ad for pharmaceutical companies. Um, and if you <laughs> if you see the lodge and you don't agree with that summation, you're wrong. And please write into the podcast unrulypodcast at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, so I'm living life. I'm doing my best. That's all we can really do is do our best. You know. Um, and I think, <laughs> you know, that's all I have going for me right now is I'm doing my best. Um, I should have two episodes coming up with guests. Uh, my friend who is moving back to Australia is going to do one. Oh wait, I just remembered that someone in New York wants to do one. Cause I think I'm going to be doing some shows in New York in June. I have to set that up on my calendar and see what's going on with that. But I should be in New York City in early June. Oh man, I'm looking at my notes from like past podcasts, and i I was just reminded of the um, oh my god, the guy at the comedy store who at the open mic he he went up after me and decided to like roast me. He was he was like, oh yeah, give it up for. Uh, Shrek's girlfriend if she was jewish and it's not even that he like first of all i'm not jewish and i keep saying this like over and over like there's been like a few people who are like oh but you look jewish and i'm like what what does that mean like that doesn't even make sense so yeah um I hope he's not doing well. I haven't seen him at the comedy store ever since. I remember what he looks like distinctly. I don't know his name. So if I ever run into him to again, maybe I'll have like a little like curb your enthusiasm moment with him. We'll see. And speaking of Curb your Enthusiasm, I so Curb is back for another season and people are actually talking about it. I remember when the when the 10th season premiered and people were like putting out think pieces being like, "Oh, like we shouldn't have a show like this when when things are fucking serious and people are dying and Trump is president and blah blah blah." Well, in this season they actually kind of like they they go into like Trump is president and uh, there's an episode where Larry is wearing a MAGA hat to purposely make people not talk to him. And I think that's really funny. Um, but I think we do need Curb Your Enthusiasm in a time like this because people are going crazy about, you know, the election already and it hasn't even happened. I'm honestly staying so far away from the debates and everything. I'm just going to vote for whoever, you know, well, I guess I'll vote for bernie i I mean i'm assuming he's gonna get the nominee i hope he does and then i'll vote for him in uh the election so we'll see what happens even though i want to be rich like i honestly like i kind of get what donald's saying like (laughs) i mean he doesn't like stand on stage he's not like everyone should be rich but i should be you know which is why i'm saving up to buy some uh, real estate after the market crashes in a couple years i think that's going to be really good for me um I guess that's it for now. Uh, I'm going to cut back on the drinking, focus on the podcast a little more. I've been like partying so much. Everybody I know is like partying like really hard right now. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a, a sign of the end of the world, which is fine. Hmm. Anything else? Yeah. So I gave you my upcoming dates. I will have a guest next week. I'll, I'll, I will have two episodes back to back this week and next week isn't that fucking crazy yeah, mark my words two episodes one this week one next week actually i have another one that's already pre-recorded that i could put up the third week so uh look forward to those follow me on instagram and twitter at fixed air heather um I mean, this podcast obviously is like my personal diary, but if you want to get real up close and personal, uh, look at some of my cleavage pics on Instagram. Uh, I think you'll really like those. Um, Sorry that I have to do this type of marketing. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. I'm